the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Wow, when they make a movie about this, I'll be the first in line to get my tickets. And uh, I can't imagine that they won't make a movie about this. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining me. I'll tell you what I'm talking about here in just a moment. Hope you had a good weekend. Joy and I really did. Uh, we did not have a speaking engagement. We were privileged to be at our home church. Whoa, what a great service yesterday morning. Uh, got things done around the house. We, uh, I think we're finished with our Christmas shopping for all the grandkids and great-grandkids. I think we're done. I can't believe it. Now oh, we got to wrap, separate, you know, all that. But anyway, we... Uh, we had we had a really good weekend. We did, and uh, I hope uh, I hope you did as well. Here's my telephone number eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three. Last week, I was so excited to report to you that the uh, American missionaries, well, all American except one, one Canadian. Uh, missionaries from Ohio, well, they're from a mission agency here in Ohio, had been released by their captors. And if you were listening on Friday of last week, I said, uh, we don't know any of the details. We don't know whether the ransom was paid. We we don't know anything. And uh, I said, I was shocked that the State Department had not made some kind of announcement that they had been released and The U.S. government was involved in the negotiations. Well, now we know why. They were not released. They escaped. It is an absolutely 
incredible story. Uh, The 17 missionaries were kidnapped on October 16th. They are all uh, working with uh, Christian Aid Ministries, which is a uh, mission agency. Uh, Everything I've read before said that their headquarters is in Millersburg. Uh, Today, some are saying their headquarters is in Berlin. That doesn't make any difference. They're from Ohio. Uh, They had just visited one of their orphanages, and they were in one of their little mini buses, and they were headed back, and they were surrounded by a bunch of gangsters, and they were kidnapped. They were immediately threatened with death. Um, the uh, gangsters, the gang that kidnapped them, is notorious for being bloodthirsty and murdering people. So the death threats were not to be taken lightly. And again, this happened back on October 16th. Initially, uh, the kidnappers said they wanted $3 million in ransom. A couple of days later, they said, no, 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 no. We want $17 million. We want $1 million for each of the captives. Well, uh, that was not paid. And uh, I think it was last week or a week and a half ago, some of them were released because, uh, well, let's see, uh, three were released on uh, December 5th because of uh, health issues. Oh, wait a minute. A married couple was released on over November 20th due to illness, and uh, three more were freed on December 5th. All right. Here's what happened. And now we know because the missionaries involved held a press conference. They had been planning their escape. They had been talking about it, praying about it. Things were not looking good. It didn't look like the ransom could be paid or would be paid. The uh, threats were getting more strident. We're going to kill you. We're going to we're going to murder you. And I think the missionaries knew the reputation of this gang. And so they began talking about how can we escape. And seriously, it's like something out of a movie. Little by little by little, they worked to loosen one of the doors where they were kept. Just a little by little by little by little. And then they finally set their plan. The night of Wednesday, December 15th, the morning of December 16th, they decided between 1 and 3 a.m. when uh, the guards, uh, it was the changing of the guard between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., changing of shifts for the gang that was holding them. And they prayed that God would prepare the way, things would be just right, and they left between 1 and 3 a.m. They snuck out quietly. Uh, one of the missionaries, Sam Stoltzfus, Stoltzfus, said, and I quote, We made preparations. We packed our bag with some of our belongings. Were we scared? Of course we were scared. They packed water, moved their mattresses, and found a way to open the door. On the morning they escaped, He said, quote, our legs were like jelly. We were shaking. 
In a press conference today, David Troyer, General Director of Christian Aid Ministries, said all of the hostages seem to be doing reasonably well. Quote, After many days of waiting and no action on the part of the kidnappers, God worked in a miraculous way to enable the hostages to escape. Uh, Stoltzfus, one of those who escaped, described the group, listen to this, listen to this, walking between 7 and 10 miles in the dark, hiking through thorns and briars in gang territory. The group included a married couple, a 10-month-old baby, a 3-year-old, a 14-year-old girl, a 15-year-old boy, four single men, and two single women. The women wore flip-flops and crocs and struggled at times as they followed the path of an irrigation ditch, and at one point walked for two hours through a wall of cactus plants. They tried to follow the North Star while praying while praying for dogs and farm animals to be quiet as they struggled to find their way to safety and as far away as possible from the house where the gang held them. Finally, after walking 7 to 10 miles in the dark, they came upon a Haitian farmer and asked if he had a cell phone. He did not. But get this. He pointed them in the direction of a house with a red door. You're listening? Where two church musicians were practicing. They have no idea where they're going. They're walking in the dark. And they're directed to a house where two church musicians are practicing who did have a cell phone. They they scrounged around and got enough money to put some minutes on the phone. And they called the ministry's country director and said, and I quote, Barry, we got out. The Lord delivered us. We walked through large Haitian villages without hearing a sound in the middle of the night. He said the escape had been in planning for a while, and the hostages had managed to loosen the door to make it easier. He described moving couches and having a worship service shortly before making their escape. That evening also, they saw one of the most beautiful sunsets they had ever seen after storm clouds, quote, We were really rejoicing because we thought, with a little bit of rain, it would really help our efforts. He went on to describe their escape, saying he believes the gang members were awake when they fled. The group was taken out of the country on a Coast Guard flight to Florida. They spent six hours Friday with the FBI sharing their story, and um, I believe now they have been returned back to the United States. Isn't that incredible? I mean, talk about something straight out of a movie. But it's real. God's grace, God's provision, God's protection. Like I said, when they make the movie, I'll be first in line to buy a ticket. Praise God! for their faithfulness. What an incredible story. All right, we'll be back. 
This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. I am waiting on a call from a pastor friend who is right smack in the middle of the uh, tornado damage down in Kentucky. So I'm going to start on a story, but I may interrupt myself if he calls in because I want to give him as much time as possible. He is there and could give us a firsthand report of the relief effort there in Kentucky. So I'm going to keep my eye on the phone and uh, hopefully he'll uh, call in a few minutes. Here's Here's the story. Hey, I am a Buckeye, all right? Born and raised in California, but I've been here more than 45 years. I love Ohio. And yes, I root for the Buckeyes. I'm not a fanatic, but I enjoy football. But folks, the Ohio State University is about as left-leaning as any university you will find, and they continue to go farther and farther to the left. Did you know that The Ohio State University has 131 diversity administrators? 131 diversity administrators. Over 30 of them make more than $100,000 a year. How much does the university spend on um, EDI, equity, diversity, and inclusion? Well, just for staff. This is just for staff. This is not the program's curriculum, blah, 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 blah. It's just for staff. $10,097,000 $10,097,000 every year. $10,000,000. Average pay for the staff, 90000 bucks. That's That's the average. Some are above, some are lower. Yeah. Now, what is that? And the reason is to help the students to help Ohio State University be more inclusive and diverse and and to, to deal with equity and it's all it's all about the students, right? The 10 million dollar annual salary for this department could pay all of the tuition for 1000 120 students. 1,120 students. There are more diversity staffers than the entire Department of Economics. There are more diversity staffers than the faculty members in the School of Architecture. Yeah, and it uh, it goes on. Just wow. My goodness. That is the Ohio State University. Yep, they got 131. Uh, The Department of Economics, the entire Department of Economics has 105 people. 
The uh, faculty members in the School of Architecture, 54. And uh, there are a host of other entire departments at Ohio State University that have fewer staff than the 131 diversity officers at the Ohio State University. Like I said, hey, I enjoy rooting for the Buckeyes as much as anybody else, but they are far, far left. All right, hey, we got him on the phone. I'm going to go to uh, my dear friend Steve Hubbard, who is the pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church down in Logan. Steve, welcome. Hey, it's good to good to talk to you, Bob. Hey, Steve, Appreciate we're only going to have about one minute before the break. Then can I hold okay. you over through the break? Sure. Can we do yeah. that? Steve, tell us where you're at and what you're doing. Uh, we are in uh, Benton, Kentucky, just about uh, 15 miles south of May, uh, uh, Maysville, Kentucky, where that uh, candle factory was destroyed. And we are here with the uh, a disaster relief team from several states. Uh, and we're we're doing mostly chainsaw work uh, this week here in Benton. Uh, now, in seminary, did did you take a course in chainsaw? I I, I did not take a course in chainsaw in seminary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Pastor Steve Hubbard, and I, I want I want a firsthand report. And Steve, I am just delighted that you called. And if you could hold about five minutes, we'll be back. You can run a chainsaw for the next five minutes. But I want to hear what's going on and what God is doing in the midst there of that tragedy. You're listening to Bob Birdie Live. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.